Habits and Health, episode 19. Welcome to the Habits and Health podcast, where we believe creating healthy habits should be easy. Brought to you by an educator and coach for anyone who wants to create a healthier life. Here's your host, Tony Winyard. Welcome to another edition of the podcast where we give you ideas to create habits that will improve your health. My guest today is Baz Labesque and he helps people. He, he, we talk a lot about habits in this episode and he's worked a lot on some uh, bad habits he said he had many years ago and he's reduced many things in his life from drinking and, and coffee and some other smoking and so on. But he now has much more energy, focus and freedom and that's what he helps his clients with. So we're going to hear more from Basil Lebesque very soon. Habits and Health and my guest today is Basil Lebesque. How are you doing Baz? I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good actually. In I think summer's in England at last. We haven't had summer for it seems like about 10 years but... Yeah, yeah, the same here. It's like the first day we have uh, we have we have sun here in in I don't I don't know for for the last yeah I don't know six six weeks or something. It's awful, but uh, no, happy the sun and the blue sky is back. And so, what for the listeners? What is it that you do, Bas? How would you describe what you do? Uh, I'm an executive mindset coach, uh, and I help my my clients. Uh, find balance, uh, work on their mindsets. Uh, my clients are mainly like senior corporates, business owners, uh, executives. Um, and that's in, in, in one sentence, what I, what I do. And how, how did you get into doing that? That's been a, <laughs> it's been a very long and interesting journey. I, I, um, I think it all goes back to, uh, when I was 12 years old, my, my mother passed away and I, I was asking myself all these questions, uh, or I mean, not in that particular moment, but in the years after, it's like, you know, why, why is this happening to me? Uh, what, what would mean, uh, what would it mean to live a fulfilled life and how can you grow and how can you create the best version of yourself? And, you know, what happens if you, at the end of your life, if you look back, you know, and you can say, you know, I, I've, I've done a good job. Uh, so that's basically where the, where the seed was, uh, was planted, I think. Um, but I went through, through, uh, through, through a different journey as well, where, you know, uh, because I thought, you know, like to to create a, a meaningful life, you need to be successful. You need to make a lot of money. You need to have a title. You need to have status. Uh, and so I worked towards that into first a career into hotel management, then as a financial trader. Uh, and I did have the success and I had the bonuses, but I also came to realize that that wasn't uh, fulfilling or that that wasn't going to make me happy. Um, so that was, um, an interesting, interesting challenge. Uh, and I, the only way I thought I could, uh, resolve it was by, by resigning and, and like breaking from it, uh, which was 
which was difficult for me. I mean, because I was so attached to the to the status and the money, and uh, it took me about two three years to to finally come to that decision. And it's like, okay, enough is enough. You know, if you, how long are you going to keep telling yourself this story? Uh, so, and that really, so that was when I was like thirty five. It's uh, 13 years ago. And that's also when I really started to do the the inner work for myself, uh, which then was needed to go into uh, this uh, coaching path that I'm on right now. Um, And I can say uh, for myself, this is the first time I'm... uh, I'm working and it doesn't feel like work, which is an awesome feeling. That, that, well, that's that's the um, point I think most people would like to achieve. Yes. To, to, yeah. And so, how how would you say what what are your clients' biggest issues before they come to you? What 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 is it their their concerns, their anxieties, and so on? Well, m- most of them. I mean, if you would. Most of them are, they kind of feel like they're, they're with their back against the wall, you know, whether that, whether that comes from, from, from a career or a business or uh, a combination or just not being as healthy as they would like to be or not having the, the energy that they, that they used to have. Uh, But that, I mean, is the common thing. Um, and you know they feel like they something needs to happen, something needs to change, mm-hmm. um, and that's where you know I basically guide them out of the woods, or uh, uh, that's how I would, yeah, how you could describe it. They don't, they know they need to change something, but they just don't know how, or they're just too attached to to what they what they're doing or uh, what they have. Um, you know they're they're working seventy hours a week. They uh, they think they're that's the way that's the way it should be. That's the way they, they grew into it for the last 10, 20 years, and they just don't they they can't even imagine anymore that it can be different uh, than what they're doing at the moment. And yeah, they can. So. What kind of transformations have you helped with with some of your clients? Can you think of any good stories? Oh yeah, I mean, one of a uh, uh, a great story was this uh, was this executive woman. She was uh, managing uh, twenty thousand people, uh, and she was talking about uh, long term employability, vital workforce, and she basically came to me and she's like. I'm not walking my talk, and I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" And she's like, yeah, "I'm," and these were her words: "I'm fat." I'm, uh, and she was thirty kilos overweight, um, and so we started looking. It's like, okay, I can help you with that, and uh, we started looking into that. And uh, you know, my initial thought was, of course, like, okay, weight loss, exercise, but then like we started really looking into her, into her into her life and she was working 70 hours a week she was barely sleeping she uh, <laughs> had five children at home 
where it was like, okay, you know, this, how do you, how do, I couldn't even imagine how she was managing this, uh, you know, and she wanted, there, there, there were issues around perfectionism and she wanted to be this perfect, um, perfect mom as well. Um, so we really had to look into these, into these things of, of like perfectionism, but also like the sleeping and, uh, and nutrition as well, because it's, it's not that she wasn't eating, uh, garbage but there was like no consistency you know the first meal would come at like five in the afternoon and then it would be it would grab something you know there was like no you know no consistency in in fueling the body mm. so when we when she started sleeping you know it it, it uh yeah it's started started to change so many different things you know mm. She, she then had the energy to, to look at her leadership, which we, which we dived into and she had the energy to, to, uh, change and educate her team to work on her strategies to, and of course, I mean, and then, and then the ripple effect comes, you know, she starts to show up differently in her family, her, her children start to respond to her, uh, differently. And one of the one of the uh, the funny things I, I remember her saying was like uh, her her children were still very young, so it was kind of a uh, when she was in bed, there was kind of a parade along her bedside of all these children waking her up during the night. And she was like, "I think it's a." She came into a session one week, and she's like, "I think it's a coincidence, but." Uh, uh, my children haven't come to uh, to wake me up during the night for like three days in a row, and I'm like, "Do you really think that's a coincidence?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, it must be. It must be." It's like I don't think so. <laughs> you know, you're showing you're coming into your family, you know, after your day of work in such a different energy. You know, you're not you you used to come run in like feed them like uh, uh, take bathe them and then you know then then some some book reading and it was all so rushed you know and that, and then you went back to work uh, so you weren't you weren't really there now you're there and they, they'll just they'll copy your energy and of course they'll uh they'll start to sleep better i mean not, i will not say you know what you, that you if you sleep better your children will sleep better but you know if you come up if you come into your family with a different energy you know your children will will adapt to that energy. They might mm. play better, they might sleep better, they might uh, eat better, you know, whatever. But something, you know, they'll they'll adapt it and they will uh, they will change it uh, uh, as well. And that's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a, it was a phenomenal, it, it really was a phenomenal transformation. Uh, she went, she's working now 45 hours a week and she's, as effective and as efficient, well, not a, well, her results are still the same, you know, which she was creating first with a lot of like hard, hard labor. Uh, and she's, she's, she's doing exactly this. Well, she's doing, she's creating the same results in, in, in what, two thirds of the time. And I'm guessing from what you're saying, she feels much better in herself now as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she is, uh, 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 yeah, she's not on, she's not, she's not with her back against the wall anymore. 
absolutely not. She's like in the middle of her life. She has the, she she can. She if she can look around, she has the helicopter view instead of like, you know, heading the train heading into her face or, mm. uh, yeah. Cool. And so, what, what usually when? Well, I guess this is difficult to answer. But when you're working with the type of clients you're working with. Are you often working with them for just a few months or is it is it tend to be longer than that? Or? Initially, I, I started working with them for three months. Um, with this particular woman, I, I worked a year. Um, but, yeah, some, like with some people, I make a, I make a commitment for, for six months, but that's, that's usually where it starts. Uh, but in general, it's three months, and then uh, a, lo- a lot of my clients they they um, they can't believe what they've realized in 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 three months. You know, I, I worked with another woman. She was a uh, um, she was a, she is a diabetic, and she she kind of needed to go on medication, and she didn't want to. And she was like, okay, you know, let's, uh, let's see what we can do. You know, if we can, if we can improve it and, and then, you know, stay, stay in touch with your doctor. And I mean, this is your decision. Um, so, and she's been, she's been a diabetic for, for a long, long time. And she hasn't really been capable of like dealing with it in a proper way. Uh, so we started looking into, uh, basically the way she was eating and what she was eating and uh, her emotions around eating and uh, we we basically turned it around in, in like I was working with her for three months as well and we were seven weeks in and I, I asked her like, so you know we're, we're kind of halfway what do you what do you think you know where you're at where you uh, what, what were you anticipating and this was earlier this year, and, and she said, I can't believe where I am right now. You know, I hadn't even thought about that I could reach this by the end of 2021, let alone, you know, ever in my life. You know, I've been dealing with, with, uh, uh, with this uh, diabetes for, for, for such a long time. I've talked to nutritionists, I've talked to specialists, and, and none of these people gave me what you what you gave me, and I was like, and she, she, in her testimonial, she also said that I, I, I probably saved her life. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> for me, that was a, for me, that was a bit overwhelming, but um, it was just really like looking into the way she was eating, the quantity she was eating, and I mean, in in a simple way, I, I, she was eating. Her, her her dinner in front of the television a big a big a big plate and she was basically shoving it in and and the and i mean it sounds so simple but you know i moved her from from the couch to the dining table um and now she was in front of this plate it's like enormous plate and she's like i can't eat all this this is too much you know i don't want it so she basically cut her her dinner in half and that was that was the trigger for uh, losing weight, having more energy, 
the way she's showing up in her in her business uh it was uh yeah it was a very profound uh transformation and she's 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 not going back and her blood sugars at her are are decreasing uh they're they're at a they're now at a level where she doesn't need to go on medication um and yeah i mean i gave her i well i gave her the tools and 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 we we worked through some limiting beliefs because there was there was a little a lot of resistance it's like you know why are you really going to move me to the to the dining table you know that's never going to make a difference but uh it did and and now she's she's eating with her partner at the dining at the dining table so that relationship only for that reason is already changing to to the positive mm-hmm. uh which uh yeah I think is a great story. So when um when you're first working with clients and they you kind of start identifying what you believe their issues are, you know, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, their self limiting beliefs and so on. How how I mean, I guess all of your clients are different, but how would you go about trying to help someone to make the changes they need to make to to get to where they want to be? It's it's really like taking tiny tiny steps you know it's like where 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 do you want to go what do you want to what do you want to achieve and and find these uh yeah these these tiny steps that that will just take them a little bit out of their comfort zone and then like keep keep the momentum going that's also why i really you know want to do weekly weekly meetings i don't believe in like bi-weekly or not every two weeks or, or once a month, you know, it's like, you need to, you need to be in action. And once they start moving, they, they, they realize it's, it's, it's easy. Um, and then, you know, they, they, they start speeding up and then, and then really the momentum picks up. Um, and that's, I'm, that's how I go yeah, so I was just thinking about this this other woman that I worked with. Uh, I do work with men as well. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but this this uh, this just came up. She also uh, an executive, and, and she she also had sleep issues. And she was like, no, "Don't come to me with sleep. You know, I've been I've been sleeping five hours. I'm forty five years old. That's what I've been doing all my life." It's like okay. I believe you. <laughs> it's like, you know, what would happen if you would be able to sleep six hours? You know, it's like, ah, that will never happen. It's like, well, if you, if this is where you start, you know, it will never happen. Within a week, she was sleeping six hours a night. And uh, uh, just by starting to believe it at first, you know, it's like, I want you to wake up tomorrow morning and say, you know, it's like tonight I'm gonna to have a wonderful sleep, you know. Not last night I had it was awful, you know. You're gonna wake up and you're gonna tell yourself I'm gonna have a wonderful sleep tonight. And of course, you know, we did like uh, uh, we created a bit of a sleeping routine, uh, a walk outside uh, uh, in the evening, you know. It's, it's like, but she was sleeping six hours within a week where she was like, this will never happen, you know. I'm 45 years old. This never happened in my life. Uh, and then, of course, I challenged her and said, so what will happen if you 
would sleep seven hours a week. He said, well, now you need to prove me that seven hours is the right amount of sleep. I was like, I don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she she's she's also sleeping so much better. And that just, I mean, I think sleep is the one, the, the one underestimated health benefit uh, there is. I and and I mean, you. the moment you sleep, it's uh, and it's it's possible. Uh, and I've I, I've I've worked with so many people that said you know it's not possible, and they all did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, around mindset, what are the how do people get in their own way with mindset? What do you think it is that the problems pre- people create for themselves? Oh, I mean, if I could continue on this example, it's basically this is what this is what people do. They wake up in the morning, and they they look back at the last night, and they they'll say, you know, this was an awful night. I, I'm, I'm, and they're basically preparing themselves for the next night. It's like oh, tonight is going to be the same, you know. And this is basically this is what they this is what they keep doing, and that they just keep repeating the past. And if you uh, you know, if you want to create that new routine or that new, you need to create a new mindset first. You know, if you if you if your mindset is to to believe, you know, that you will never sleep more than five hours a night, that's the result you're creating. Mm. You know, if you if you, uh, I just spoke to to uh, a guy this morning, and he's he's an entrepreneur, and he's 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 had some some failed businesses as well, and he's kind of like uh, the way he's like in his business now. It's like, oh my god, if this is not, I, I don't want this to fail, you know. So he's 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 creating that from 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 results in the past, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're now like really working on. It's like, okay, you know, this is this is not the past, you know. This is you're working on something great it's it, it looks very promising you know don't don't even go back to that thought anymore you know what, what you are creating now you're creating you you are creating it from a from a completely different energy as well mm-hmm. uh, you know in the in the past there was there was uh, let's say some substance abuse well well and that that's all gone you know it's it's in a completely different energy mindset of course you know i i, I can't guarantee him him uh, uh the success but you know that uh, or that his business will not fail you know there there's so many factors at play but the way i look at it um it's like it's it's a different it's a total different mindset mm-hmm. now than it was like 10, 15, 20 years ago. So of course you're going to create a different result, but let, you know, let that, what you were doing in the past, let it go. You know, or don't, don't bring that into what you're doing today. So how did you, did you have to go through the same sort of lessons in your past? How, how did you adapt the mindset that you've got now? Oh, well, when I was, when I was trading and I wanted to, uh, and I wanted to, I wanted to resign, I, uh, I didn't, there was basically two options for me, you know, there was my, there was my trading position or there was living on the street. You know, 
there was like nothing and there was like nothing in between. I was like, I thought I was going to lose my house. I thought I was never going to, no one was ever going to hire me again. I wouldn't create, I wouldn't be successful anymore. I wouldn't have any status. People would look down on me or, you know, I was telling myself all these stories and I was, you know, I was believing them without ever really checking if they were, if they were true. Mm. Um, and that's uh, yeah. And when I when I took that step, I uh, I felt so much freedom. Uh, you know, I two weeks after I resigned, I, I went on to I went to uh, to Brazil and I, I lived in, in in Rio for six months. But I mean, I was on the, when I, I on that flight. I just I cried. I, I cried for 12 hours at the poor man sitting next to me. I don't know what he was thinking, but that's, that's fine. But I was just like, and I just needed to release all that tension and, 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 uh, uh, yeah, all this, the tension of like, of, of letting go of or getting, going into the unknown and, and just like, and and that was i mean it was you know the moment i arrived in rio it was it was like okay you know this uh, this is new let's see what i can make out of it and and uh i started to create that uh that that new mindset uh where where, where have i done that uh uh in other I, I do remember like getting my first uh, coaching client, you know, I was like, okay, I, I was like, <laughs> I had this belief like you, you can only be a coach if you have a client, but to get a client, you know, you need to say that you're a coach. So I can't really say that I'm a coach because I don't have any clients. And um, yeah. So it's, it's maybe a bit smaller, but that was really also it's like you know I need to, I need to create this mindset that I am a coach, mm-hmm. you know, and that I that I that I can do this and that I can help people, and you know that 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 took. Uh, I, I wish it would only take one day, but that took, uh, it took a couple of months, uh, but that's, uh, yeah that's kind of like creating creating the mindset we hope you're enjoying this episode of the habits and health podcast where we believe creating healthy habits should be easy if you are looking for deep support to create the health and life you want we invite you to consider one-on-one coaching sessions with tony coaching sessions give you personalized guidance to fit your unique goals and life situation only a limited number of spots are available but you can easily get started by booking a free introductory call at tonywinyard.com now back to the show what was it that made you want to become a coach in the first place i had done my, i've have had done my my own work on 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 uh on my inner in my inner journey or my inner work and i saw so many people struggling with the same um with the same thing and and i i i love hearing people's story i love helping them and I was like, okay, this is, uh, this is something that I, that I'm good at. You know, I have, um, I like habit change. I, 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 I'm. People tell me I'm a very disciplined person. Um, 
which sometimes <laughs> can be counter, 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 counterproductive. Uh, but uh, you know, I've, I've worked through these things uh, through these things myself. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, some of the stories that I that I told you of, of clients that I worked with, it's like the 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 recognition I get from that, or the appreciation I get from that, is is like is is what thrives me. It's uh, um, you know, I I've, I've I've traded millions, and uh, you know that didn't mean anything you know there was never never uh never even a thank you you know or it's like you've done a great job with with this i mean it's like you're touching people's lives you're you're um you can really see see the difference you know even within like three months and that's uh um yeah that's what makes me happy how, what are the hardest changes that you've had to make in your own life? There are a few things. One was getting out of, uh, out of that trading position. The other thing, which is maybe the, the most profound one for my inner work was the relationship with my, with my, with my dad. Um, I, when I, when I was growing up or as a teenager, my, my, I told you my mother just passed away and I, uh, you know, I, I basically created a belief where I was like, you know, my father doesn't love me. He doesn't respect me. He is not proud of me. Um, and I held on to that belief for probably 25 years. And it was like, it was getting, it basically was destroying the relationship between me and my, uh, between me and my, uh, my dad. Um, and then, you know, then I came to realize that, you know, I wasn't, you know, basically I was projecting everything onto him. You know, I wasn't loving myself. I wasn't accepting myself. I wasn't proud of myself. And um, the moment I started doing that, like inner work, and working through these um, through these limiting beliefs, the relationship with my dad completely changed, mm. uh, and we're uh, we're at a better place than uh, yeah than we've ever been. And 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 the 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 the, the funny thing about this is is that he hasn't really that he hasn't really changed, you know, or he hasn't really done any in the work but you know and now I, I I you know there's still I mean I can't keep working on loving myself and being proud of myself but I mean it that that changed enormously uh, and now I can you know I can love him and respect him for for who he is and for the for the mistakes he made and uh, you know I, I I created this belief that my my dad needed to be this perfect person you know which no dad will ever be, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's so unreal, you know, but every time he did something, you know, that wasn't like matching the picture I created. It's like, oh my God, he's so, he's so awful. You know, he's, he's, it's, it's like, it will never work, you know, and, 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 and it's, it's, yeah, I now know that that's, um, 
oh yeah complete nonsense um and i'm very very happy i did that uh that inner work because i I came to a point where i wanted to where i wanted to break with him it's like i can't deal with this anymore but it was like you know i I was only looking outside and never looking inside Mm. um and yeah that it it was hard work i mean don't it's not something which you do uh like overnight Mm. yeah it was um and it it did feel a little bit like uh, like mourning in some way where I had to let go of that that image that I, that, that that perfect image that, that I created uh, and that that image never was going to be uh, was going to be real uh, but I'm very very happy that I did that and what you've just described is it seems to me one of the biggest problems in all sorts of relationships, romantic relationships, family relationships, where people do expect unrealistic perfection of of uh-huh. their parent or of their partner or, or whatever. In so uh-huh. many cases. Yes. Yeah, that's. I mean, we we create this like this this perfect image, and then there is let's say the real image, and. Um, you have to you have to bring them at the same level you know and basically you have to bring your perfect image down to where the other person is you know and uh, you know accepting what is is the shortest way to happiness mm. you know so if you can accept your your father your partner your brother your sister your friend for who she, who he or she is um, you be yeah. It's it's a lot easier to be a lot happier. Mm. Uh, but if you if you look at the discrepancy between the two, and you you focus on it, it will only grow and grow and grow. And that's what happened with with me and my dad. You know, it grew to a point where I was like, I I, I want I, I want to break with you. Mm. Uh, which, um, I mean, there there there's there's been. I'm, you know, my my father is is a really nice guy. You know, there's been no 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 trauma, no abuse, no nothing of that kind. Mm. But the story I was creating was like, um, I made it so big mm. because I was only looking at what he wasn't instead of looking at what he was. Uh, and and I, and from. What you, how you were just describing how when you realized or when you started to work on yourself to make the changes, mm-hmm. and often it seems that we can, it's very easy for us to see other people's flaws, but mm-hmm. it's not so easy to see the flaws within ourselves, is it? And I think no, that's no, often absolutely. where the, the problem comes from. <laughs> yes, you know, we, we yeah, uh, I, t- I totally agree. You know, we, we look at, at our, well. In a way, we think we're we're perfect, but then on the other hand, in the other at the other side, you know the way we we treat ourselves. You know we can be so cruel towards ourselves. You know we all have this inner judge, inner judge inside our heads that is just like it's on twenty four seven. You know, and and uh, and the things your inner ju- judge will say to you or is saying to you there. I mean, you would need, you would never 
say that to another person. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just keep going on. It's like mm-hmm. how bad you are, how wrong you are, you know, <laughs> on and on and on. You, you'll never be, you'll never get it. You, other people are better. Mm-hmm. And these are just like, I'm not saying quite kindly. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the language we use towards ourselves is, is very harsh. Mm. You mentioned about 10 minutes ago about habit change. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know you've gone through the, some habits that you've had to change in yourself. How, how were, yes. what, what were the, the most difficult habits you had to change? Smoking. <laughs> that was, that was, that was, I, uh, I used to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day 25 years ago. Um, and that was, I mean, that was, yeah, that was, that was tough. I mean, I, I went from the first, my, on my first attempt, I went from, I basically went from like 50 cigarettes a day to zero in one day. And I, I managed for about four months or something. And then I, you know, I was like, oh, I can have a cigarette on a, like on a party or when I'm drinking or, uh, I, I mean, the first cigarette, yes, that it worked. But, you know, then it was like weekend and then it was like, again, two packs in a weekend, you know, not, not, not like two packs a day, but two packs in a weekend. And then I did another attempt and uh, it was fine. And then I, I, I also remember at a certain time I was I was working night shifts, and then I, I I told myself this rule: I can smoke when I drink. So then I would come home in the morning after my night shift, and I would just drink a beer so I could have a cigarette. You know, not even like I didn't really want the beer, but I wanted to I wanted a cigarette. But I, I made this deal with myself: if I drink, I can have a cigarette. So. Long story short, I did a couple of attempts, and I've now I haven't smoked for the, I think for the last I kind of remember when the last time was eighteen years or so. Uh, I, I will never I will never go back to that. That's such a yeah. That was a very very disgusting habit, <laughs> and I'm so happy I'm off it. The uh, one of the other habits that I. Uh, that I changed was drinking. Um, and I gave up drinking four years ago. Um, I, I mean, over the, over the last two decades, I started to drink less and less and less. Uh, and I had like sober periods for uh, four months. And then uh, I did that a couple of times. And, and then I came to a point, you know, I don't, I, I wanted to do another like sober period, and then I I, I met this guy uh, on a trip, and, and he was like, his his brother did a suicide attempt, and he he looked at his started to look at his own life, and he was like, I drink too much, I'm I'm gonna try not to drink for a year, and I was like, okay, you know, I've done three four months not drinking, but a year is really a challenge, and then uh, um. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that. So I started telling this to my, to my peers, and they're like, uh, well, they didn't understand, and they they come all up with all these, like, uh, remarks. It's like you're not fun, you know, you're not fun anymore to be around with, and you need to, uh, 
uh, when you were when you used to drink, you were a lot more fun. And I was like, wow, whatever. <laughs> it's like this is what I'm gonna do. And then they started to talk about like, you know, when. So when is the when is the time? What, what day are you? What day is the year uh, gone by? It's like 27th of February. I still still remember it. So it's like, oh, go ahead. We're gonna get you so drunk on 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 the 27th of February. And then I started to think about that, and I was like, that's the most ridiculous way to celebrate that you haven't drunk for a year to get totally hammered. And that kind of like triggered me into like giving it up completely. Uh, and I must, I mean, it's it's one of the best things I've done for my mental fitness and for my well-being. Uh, the clarity I have in my head. Um, and and I just don't, for me personally, you know, even if, if I would have like two glasses of whatever wine, gin, tonic, beer, I would, I would feel it somehow the next day, you know, in the sense that, uh, you know, my days are, let's say, normally a seven and a half out of 10, but then there'll be like a, a seven minus or something. And I just don't, I just don't want that. You know, it's not, for me, it's not worth these two glasses of whatever mm-hmm. uh, to feel less energy the next day. And whether, you know, I want to, I don't want to wake up in the morning and, and it's like, oh, I don't want to do, I don't, I don't want to work, you know, because I had these two glasses. I don't, I don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I if I wake up in the morning, you know, and and, and not having drank the night before, and I have that thought, you know, okay, that's it is a thought, you know, and it happens occasionally. But you know, when I drink, it happens more, and that's just not what I uh, what I want anymore. So, um, but the peer for that, there was a lot of like peer pressure. You know, and there's alcohol is so present in our in our society. You know, the way we, uh, yeah, we celebrate with alcohol. Uh, and if you don't, uh, if you don't drink, they people think you don't want to celebrate or something. Um, and of course, and that's one that's one thing. But there's also like, it's also used as a as a like a reward system, you know, after a day of hard work or a week of hard work, it's like, okay, let's have a drink. And it's such a, I mean, if you really look at it, it's like a very weird way to reward yourself. Mm. And when, with the challenges that you've overcome with, you know, the habit change that you've done with cigarettes Uh and alcohol and so on, does does that make it easier to help your clients change habits that they're struggling to to deal with? Um, yes, in in a sense that uh, you know a a lot of my clients when they when they want to change a habit, you know they they think they need to get it right or or perfect. You know, it's like. Um, it's it's an all or nothing um, attitude, where if you, I mean, if you allow yourself to fall off the wagon, you know, 
it becomes a lot easier to get back on. You know, where like I see a lot of like well, it doesn't really happen with my clients, but I see other people when they fall off the wagon, they just basically go back to their old routine. You know, they've been working so hard uh, through discipline to to not smoke uh, or to not drink or to not do or, or like uh, it, going 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 exercising is is like is like the other like there's. It's the other way around, you know. They haven't been exercising for, for, for so long, and now they're like, I need to go three times a week, you know. And they from they go from, from zero to three times a week. And I mean, it's my attitude is more like let's start with once a week, you know. And if that let, let's create that kind of goal, you know, and see if you want to take up another session, it's fine. But the goal is one, you know. And this is this eventually. Uh, creates a lot more momentum and it becomes way more sustainable mm. where if you're forcing yourself to, to go like three times a week uh, purely on discipline. Uh, does, does that make sense? Yeah, it's much harder to, to rely on motivation. Than, yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and you know, what I was talking about falling off the wagon, if you fall off the wagon, that's 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 totally fine, you know, you you just, like, it's just one, one day, one hurdle, and just, it's part of the process, and, and, like, the way I, uh, I gave up, the way I gave up smoking, the way I gave up drinking, um, it's a very, uh, yes, like, similar, similar journey, you know, I didn't get it right the first time, I did, I had my, um, what is that called again? Um, you know, I was seduced into having another cigarette or, or having another drink and, and, and taking it too far, you mm -hmm. know, and yeah. So it's, uh, these, these seductions, you know, they're, they're ever present in, in our society, you know, whether they, whether they are marketed or whether they are pressured on by, by, your, by your peers um yeah it 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 happens mm. if people want to, to find out more about you Baz, where where's the best places to to look they can come to my uh they can come to my website uh, which is uh, baslebesk.com or they can reach me on linkedin as well uh under my name baslebesk and uh yeah they uh, can contact me for the first session is always free um so if you just want to experience a free coaching session, reach out um, and we'll, we'll take it from there. And just before we finish, do you have any, any quotations that you particularly like? Yeah, I, I already used it. Um, the short, uh, accepting what is, is the shortest way to happiness. Uh, and that's, um, very meaningful for me and and the moment i i get into that into like a situation where i i want it to be different you know yeah but just bring it back to 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 the now and to to what is and 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 don't fight it and you'll be a lot happier there's there's a lot of truth in that it's something that 
I think not many people do realize. No, and it's, I mean, it's, it's very, it's not, it's not easy, you know, when, once you create awareness around, around that and, and, um, you know, some of the things, you know, life throws challenges at you and life throws misfortune at you, you know, we're, and everyone, everybody gets it, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, some get it more than others, but you know, you will lose people in your life. Uh, you will, you will deal with with illness and and and, and some deal with trauma. Um, but and yeah, for some things, you just you need to work harder to to accept it. But uh, you know, if you. That should be your kind of your like your end goal uh, to be able to to accept it, um, and that's I mean it's something it's easier said than done. Uh, well, it's, it's, um, it's much trying to fight against reality is not a fight that you, is difficult. It's no. not something you're going to win trying to fight. No, exactly. You know, you fight it, it will it will it will bite you. You know, what resists persists. Um, yeah. Is uh, that's it? Well, Baz, it's been a, it's been a pleasure speaking to you for the last what three quarters of an hour. So thank you for your time. Thank you, Tony. And uh, yeah, best of luck for the future. Thank you. Next week is episode twenty with Tim James. He runs the Chemical Free Body Movement and we talk about a number of things like the power of detoxing and gut health and COVID mask awareness, toxic food food, uh, versus food as medicine and many other areas. Next week, episode 20 with Tim James. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Baz Lebesque. If you know anyone who you feel would get some real value from it, please do share the episode with them and hope you have a great week. Thanks for tuning in to the Habits and Health Podcast, where we believe creating healthy habits should be easy. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. Sign up for email updates and learn about coaching and workshop opportunities at TonyWinyard.com. See you next time on the Habits and Health Podcast.